Lyft is laying off, aka branded, firing 90 employees. 90 will lose their jobs. What will they do? What will their families do? This and much more on today's Gridwise podcast. What is going on, Gridwisers? It's Jay with Brandon, and welcome back. It's so good to see you. Yeah, thanks for the uh, the apocalyptic intro there, Jenda. Was what it that will, bad? <laughs> what, will, what will the families do? Uh, how's it going? How's it going this afternoon for you? Pretty good. Uh, it's always good here in the office, Brandon. Uh, for those of you always who don't know, get in the office. I'll see Brandon. Always next get in week. the office. Mm-hmm. He'll be here next week. A, I will be there next week. It's like pretty, pretty warm out for like a. Yeah, it's like February. Sixty-three it's degrees. Weird. And we're I'm enjoying it. It's, it's I'm enjoying it. Not normal to say the least. And get this: as soon as Brandon arrives on Monday on airplane, it's going back down to forty-three degrees. And we're hitting the fan. It's going to be rainy. That's how it goes. But okay, so Lyft, as you have said, is laying off 90 employees, which is about 1.6% of their workforce of 5,500. Um, kind of predictably, these folks are all in the marketing and, and sales departments oh. of Lyft. They're definitely cutting down some of those uh, positions in order to better reach profitability um they think they can do it lift said that they can reach profitability by 2021 and i guess you know laying off 90 people are, is gonna help them do it well um aren't we also in sales and marketing brandon uh yes we are should we kind be of. worried as well should we be worried well we don't work for lift ah you're right so i wouldn't be too concerned about your job uh, they're good YJ, but yeah, I don't, I, this was an interesting one last year, Uber let Uber did something similar. I think in there, the, the numbers were much larger. I think there were about 400 people that they laid off in the like marketing and sales departments there. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how that, how that works. But clearly this says that again, lift is focused on profitability. And it makes sense. You've got to take, trim the fat where the fat is. And that's usually in sales and marketing. <sighs> you know what? Usually it's the drivers, really. Wait, trim the drivers? They I bend? said usually it's the drivers that get trimmed. Yes. So yes, trim the drivers. Yes, trim the drivers. I mean, tr- yeah, trim the fares that they pay the drivers. And honestly, they've been doing that. They've been they've been doing that. So uh, it's not good to see. You know, you hate to see anyone losing their jobs or something along and, and things like that. Um, but it's. It's a it's a different tactic that they're that they're using this time in order to, to shave some fat. So, mm-hmm. um, and which is interesting because also kind of with Lyft, like they've been like really, you know, Uber has done all this different stuff in California to try to ward off AB five. They've you know had all these new features just for California drivers. They're trying like all these different initiatives. Where Lyft hasn't really done anything. Like they've pretty yeah. much stand stood and just, and just I don't know if they're just trying to like disappear in the background and not get noticed, but like they're not really doing anything. Remember our theory that Lyft just like lets Uber do, do all the experiments and take all the all the, the downfalls and then yeah. whatever they come up with, they're like, you know what? We'll go we'll copy what they did. Yeah. That might be 
I mean, I don't know. That might be what they are really banking on. They also have that ballot initiative. Uh, you guys remember the one where it said drivers are going to make 20% more than the minimum wage, have their expenses um, paid for, like gas, and yeah. then I think some other benefits. I think they're really championing championing that um, and just praying to God that that passes through. And then if if not, then they're I don't know, I don't know what their plan is after that. They don't seem to have plan A, B, and C, kind of how Uber seems to have. I can just I can almost smell the sweat on their foreheads as it beats. On the sweat. Yeah, I think they. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It'd be interesting to understand like what exactly is your strategy. You're just gonna pray that this doesn't completely fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, See what Uber does, and then I don't know. Copy if it works, and keep waiting if it doesn't. Keep waiting if it doesn't. Here's something interesting that also happened. Uber and DoorDash. Well, this almost happened, I should say. Last year, Uber and DoorDash almost reportedly merged last year. Really? So all of you DoorDash drivers, you could have been Uber Eats drivers and if this had, had gone known. through. And why did it why did it fail? And why did they want to merge in the first place? Not no real reason given as to why I fail. I'm sure a ton of different things kind of can have deals like this fall through. Um, so not not really sure uh, what happened, but they did say they're still kind of thinking about it. So this isn't completely off the table. But the fact fact is that it's a lot of these like companies like Postmates, DoorDash, Uber Eats, um, even Grubhub. Like there, it's really difficult to be profitable in that business. So you see a lot of these companies starting to kind of merge with other companies in order to basically stay alive because um, they're not profitable right now. Every, everyone in that space, except for Grubhub, is in the same boat of not being profitable, it, just like Uber. So they are relying on basically exactly. being ventures, venture subsidized, venture capitalist subsidies in order to kind of stay alive for a while. And um, you're exactly you know, right. And to bring up the venture right. part, both Uber Eats – or Uber in general, and DoorDash are venture-backed by the same venture capital called SoftBank through its Vision Fund. I think it's a Japanese venture capital, right? I ran into, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's actually, so SoftBank is actually of WeWork fame. Um, so uh-huh. they were, they are the reason that WeWork, who I think drivers probably, you guys probably know who WeWork is. They make like these, uh, or they don't make anything. They have... Uh, these basically shared office spaces. Um, they have they had like this insane forty-seven billion dollar valuation that they were not no. ever worth anywhere near nowhere that. Close. But but we work basically, or SoftBank basically created that valuation because that's what they that's how much they allowed them to value it value it when they did their last round of investing, and they had, took a gigantic like billion couple billion dollar loss when we work inevitably failed. So um, probably yeah. not the best advice, um, best thing to take SoftBank's advice after well, they lost. They're, they're, they're just thinking like, hey, like I've, I've, I invested in two companies and one – they're both doing the same thing. You know, They're both delivering food and they're competing against each other, undercutting, dropping prices. Right. Merge, guys. Like but my money is on both of you and you're, you're both bringing each other down. So I, I think SoftBank was, you know, daddy came home or mommy, you know, 2020, mom or dad came home and laid the law down and was like, hey, 
kids, stop bickering, dropping prices of, of delivery. Just merge. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, because there is definitely... So with they like have this, interest in both of them. They're, they're investors. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that makes a ton of sense what you're saying because everyone knows that Uber and Lyft were doing this. They're not so much doing this anymore, but you're kind of competing against like your three or four other folks to have the lowest delivery fee because no one gives a shit about anything anymore except for price, right? Exactly. So it always so if you can kind of prevent that fight from happening, then you know it's that's that's better. Maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't end up merging because there's some sort of an antitrust law there. There they might have. Uh, you know, saw that as a, some sort of monopoly almost at this I would, point. I envision DoorDash being absorbed into the Uber Eats umbrella. And right. all under, of course, Uber as a rideshare gig economy platform. Yeah. And yeah, um, that would probably, the that liar competition, I think, definitely would suck for consumers. So, mm-hmm. And suck for drivers as well. Because then, or any, any delivery workers then, because then you don't have the option of saying, well, DoorDash is fucking me. I'm going to go to Uber Eats. Um <laughs> You just have to be fucked or not. Exactly. Make, make <laughs> Colorful way of describing it. But it gets the message across. I understand. That's, uh, that's sometimes how it goes. So it's they, right, I, it's dead right now. We don't got to worry about that right now. Um, but uh, definitely they seem like the door is so open. So be on the kind of, this is just something to be kind of vigilant about. I'm always a big fan of just everyone doing as many services as possible in order to just just make sure that no yeah. service has that much power. And I think that's like the way that drivers should should think about things. And so. I totally agree with what you're saying, Brandon. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing that happened, Uber is bringing self-driving cars to Washington, D.C. Yeah, that's right. They are not done with self-driving cars, not in the wow. least. Wow. Yeah, that is news to me. And so Why you know, Junda. Actually, I don't really know. You probably know a little bit better than me. Are they still doing the autonomous cars in Pittsburgh? Very limited, but mm-hmm. I do see them from time to time. So, for those who don't know, uh, Uber obviously, you know, they have their autonomous car division. Um, infamously and tragically, um, someone was killed by one of their vehicles. I think that was last year, early last year. No, it was like two um, years ago. Maybe it was late to 2018. No, it was a, it was a while ago. It was in 10. Okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately that happened. Um, that didn't mean Uber gave up their aut- autonomous car division. They just kind of, they pulled back on it a little bit. Um, and now it seems like they're starting to expand their testing. Um, so that doesn't mean just because they're bringing autonomous cars, doesn't mean you're going to see drive cars driving around without a driver. Every car still has to have someone inside it that's able to control the car, mm-hmm. but it's basically a way for them to start testing mm-hmm. in the market. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're definitely, it wasn't like before where those Uber robot cars were everywhere. Right. I mean, I, so, I don't think I've seen one in the last two months. How many of these are there? Should, should, should DC drivers be a little concerned that no, they're getting robot competition? They're not taking passengers the way in, in the same volume than right. a regular drive, another driver would. I mean, we're talking about they have set routes and they have set times where they go autonomous. Right. For I mean, to go pick up passengers, to even have people in the car. So, right. 
these are super, it's not going to affect the market. Right. And there, there's only 50 of these in Pittsburgh. They only, at, okay. at the height, I think they only had a, you know, I don't know. I actually don't know. But there wasn't okay. like thousands of cars. There's no way they have a thousand of them. Yeah, I, can't, I can't imagine them having more than like 25 or 50. Like 50 at the most, yeah, right? That's a, lot of, that's a lot of cars. That's a ton of cars. I can't. I don't even know if they get. Not anytime soon. They wouldn't have fifty. Um, FYI, they um, they're working on bringing uh, these initiatives as well. That I think uh, Dallas, San Francisco, and Toronto. I'm not sure if they are bring, if they already have them there or if they're bringing them there. Uh, but if you're in one of those markets, you probably you're either going to see them sometime soon or you are you're already seeing them. Um, in Pittsburgh, I know you're already seeing them, but yeah, you don't, I've taken in Pittsburgh, I've taken probably a hundred Ubers, never gotten an autonomous car. So I don't necessarily, I don't really think there are that many there. I have footage from inside of one from like three years ago. You, you were in one? I was in one. Wow. It was put it up. pretty sweet. Put it up somewhere. You know what? I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it on, uh, I'll put it up, I'll upload it. Link. Put it up somewhere. The people want to see. Yeah. Was uh, there? There was just a drive. There was a, a real driver. Yeah, there was a, it. It was a driver and then an engineer on the front, and it fit two in the back. So the only way you can get it is by requesting one or two passengers. Mm. They can't fit three. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so autonomous cars coming to DC, but not something to be worried about. Not anytime, about. Soon. anytime soon. Just some interesting. Look at our dystopian future. If you're exactly, if you're a passenger, cool. Like you have a chance of being in a pretty sweet. Not gonna lie, pretty freaking sweet car because it drives itself. And you, and the, the back has a screen like a huge iPad that shows you what the car sees, and it's just like matrix like shit, man. I'm talking like you see code, but it's in shapes. It's the shape of the world that the car, car, the car sees. Really? It looks like, Is that really what it's like? It's it looks like, like little dots everywhere, little like graphics, really robotic and computerized. Freaking awesome. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, goodbye, Jay. I think that's all we got for you today. Uh, I think we have – yeah, that's it. That's all the topics we have for you guys today. Be sure to – Click the link below because this is a podcast in audio format. If you don't have the time to watch the video, you can at least listen to us ramble as you drive your shift or if you're waiting in the airport. Listen to us ramble. Act- please do. Yeah, and please. And No, but we are on Spotify. We're on like Apple Podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. We are on a bunch of other different podcast networks. So please stop, stop going in the comments. And telling us it's not a podcast. It's a podcast. It just happens to also have a video. Exactly. Form as well. Okay? I don't want to hear it anymore. Me neither. I'm tired of hearing it too. Okay. All right. Also, Jenda, who did you pick for the Super Bowl? Who did you pick to win the Super Bowl? I I forgot. I, in 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 our Slack channel, I picked 49ers. But... I was rooting for the Chiefs. In your heart, you had the Chiefs. Exactly, because the Chiefs hadn't won one in 50 years, and if San Francisco would have won last night, they would have tied Pittsburgh in Super Bowl championships. Oh, okay. So, wow, you just just wanted the Steelers to keep the number one spot. I mean, not that I'm a big Steelers fan. It's just, yeah, why not? All right. Well, point being, you were wrong. I think that's funny. And, uh... Everyone have a great driving week. 
and we'll see you on the next one.